Go. So we're here with Shifra, our master competitor. Not quite master in age, but she's a formidable competitor, and now she's going to be doing Rainhill this week. So she's here to talk to us about what Rainhill is and the variety of other competitions that she's done through the summer. She did strength and depth. Then she did Turk Games a couple of weeks ago, and because she can't have enough of it, all she's over up in Manchester to do Rainhill. So tell us a little bit about Rainhill and why you signed up and what. Uh, so Rainhills is a, a competition that happens every year, I think it's twice a year up in Manchester and it's quite unique in the way that it's set up because unlike most competitions where you sort of go and you're not really sure you're going to compete against every single level depending on you're going to compete against, Rainhills has a series of um, seeding workouts so you go through I think it's seven or eight seeding workout, you submit your scores and off the back of those scores that they enter you into, into a, um, a category. So there's four categories. Uh, each category has, I think it's 30 women and 30 men. And so I've actually entered or I've seeded into the second category where I start competing tomorrow against some, um, some, pretty, uh, some pretty big girls, but um, that's all right. That's what we do it for. Um, and essentially there are going to be four workouts. So they're across, you know, kind of the standard uh, workouts that we do. A little bit more gymnastics than we're used to, Alex. Um, so you might see some of my famous double kip toes to bar, <laughs> potentially. Um, and then so if you if you if you finish in the top 15 of your uh, division, you then go into a fifth workout, uh, which is sort of the final. So um, I seeded 17 during the seeding rounds, uh, so hoping to knock off two additional competitors and get myself into that uh, fifth workout. Yeah. So you've done a few other competitions this year. How does it compare to say strength and depth? turf games in terms of what the workouts are. Have you seen the workouts you've yeah. given? Just can you give us a sort of run through of what the workouts are you're going to be doing this weekend? I think what sets it apart from like uh, strength and depth or turf mainly is that it's an individual competition so it's literally just me so any, any weaknesses that you've got are really going to shine through you don't have someone kind of come in and support you in, that, in those bits. Um, Thankfully, the workouts are quite knee workouts, they're quite bouncy. So the first one is a run into a row, into uh, box jump overs, into toast bar. And um, most of that is good at me. Then the second one is wall balls, uh, kettlebell snatches, and pull-ups. And the third one then is uh, three-minute AMRAP, which is going to be bonkers. It's uh, three thrusters into 30 double-unders, six thrusters, 30 double-unders, nine thrusters, 30 double-unders in three minutes and then into a clean two squats and a shoulder overhead. Um, funnily enough, the fifth workout is far more depth than me. It's very, uh, it's heavy, it's, you know, um, weighted walkovers, it's lunges, it's squats. And um, so yeah, channel my, my inner best for that one when I get there. And so comparing yourself to where you are this year compared to where you were last year, <laughs> what would you say the main differences are and what advice would you give to anyone that's sort of looking at you thinking, wow, Shifra is doing really well, she's competing in all of these things, I want to be there next year. What advice would you give to someone that's on that journey that you've been on through the last year? Um, I think a lot of it is like you do just have to put the work in and put your head down and there are boring bits of it and there are bits that I've neglected and I can feel that now so you know I'm never, I don't necessarily enjoy the endurance elements, I'm not sort of the biggest engine, I don't have the engine I should have uh, because that's not really what I enjoy so you really focus on the part that you're not as good um, but it is just kind of turn up for yourself every day, get the routine, you know commit to it um, and keep going and um, I think the other thing is 
there's a huge amount of experience uh, that you get from these competitions and like weights notwithstanding the way I approach competitions 12 months ago is very different to the way I approach them now um, Matt will remember the famous the famous sprint to the rower <laughs> during Fitness in the City last year um, where we're, Beth and I were in a heat with um, some really really big men and um, I took off the line to sprint to the rower I wasn't even getting on the rower first got there ahead of everyone else Beth came off the rower ahead of every man in that heat and then we obviously finished last year because we couldn't keep it up. Um, so I think there's, an, there's a, lot, a huge amount of practice. Practice makes perfect, practice makes progress, I guess. Um, so just enter them, enjoy them, and just take, like, learn from them, I think. You do approach them, you learn how to approach them more strategically. So we've seen the journey that you've gone on over the last year, but looking forward 12 months, where do you want to be in the next 12 months? Are you in CrossFit Games, Madison? Yeah, take me to Madison, Matt. <laughs> Uh, no, I would actually like to, I don't know where I want to be, I'd like to, I mean, some of the girls here were talking about the, obviously we, we did the elite category in the turf games last week, so we would like to kind of finish middle of the table next year, um, as a team, I think personally, I would like to get through to the quarterfinals at the Open, um, that'll happen in February, and um, you know, there's a couple of other competitions that I've done early stages as like European Championships, uh, I would like to qualify for them, potentially, um, I think it's just about, you know, Starting, like, if I look from where I was last year, my again, the fruit, I was cleaning the barbell at Turf Games and threw it across the field, but didn't catch it properly. And um, like looking at your kind of progress from then to now, and you can kind of extrapolate that out and just continue to work towards something. It's not a goal necessarily, it's just continually developing, continually progressing, continually improving. And as long as you keep enjoying it, then what you need to ask for. And for people that sort of have those moments when they don't feel they're progressing, they feel like they're hitting a little bit of a plateau, what would you say to them to just keep them persevering and just don't give up and push through? I mean, you've had a few moments with a few things that it takes a while to click, but then when it clicks, yeah. you notice the big difference. Yeah, I think it's break it down to its... I think one of the first things is actually take a step back and look at why it's failing. Like, I think we're all guilty of trying to lift more than we maybe should, so I'd strip the weights back. If you're, you know, if you're, if you're plateauing on a squat, strip the weights back and look at your technique. And, you know, as a smaller person, my technique generally has to be on point for me to hit those big weights because I just physically don't have that brute strength and that brute force that other people have. And um, so stripping your weights back and refocusing on the technique, and also breaking the movements down. And um, it's kind of their component parts and focusing on, you know, looking at where in that movement are you failing. And um, so again, from the situation, and um, I just couldn't get the rhythm, and it was because I wasn't actually kicking back far enough with enough force, and that kind of threw me off. So really, like looking at you know, getting those kip swings consistent, um, and it is—it's just about practice, and you know, a lot of what we do in every competition is always going to be an engine workout, and the way you get through those engine workouts is pretty much you keep going. And you know, I think over the course of twelve months, there are moments where you do just have to do that, and like leave your ego at the door and just kind of look at what you're trying to achieve, why you want to achieve it. Um, I wanted to do 60 kgs by my birthday, clean it, did that, um, but really focused on technique to get there, and then you know, kind of progress from there. Um, but yeah, I'd say look at your form, look at your technique, um, perfect them, and the way to follow. And with regards to training, how often would you say people should train, and how often, frequency, etc., and any little 
tips, hacks and stuff like that that you'd advise people to add into their training that they might not already be doing? Um, tips and hacks, uh, things you probably aren't doing that you're doing is mobility. Um, do your stretches, do your mobility, because otherwise you end up with them. I'm, not, I'm, no better, I'm not the same as everyone else. Uh, I got myself taped up because I didn't mobilise properly. Um, so do your mobility and do your stretching. Um, I think in terms of um, how often people should train, I guess it's up to, it's kind of a personal thing for everyone, based on what, you know, what your schedule looks like, what your other commitments are, and also what you're trying to achieve. Um, don't try and jump in, if you're kind of new to fitness, don't try and jump in to five, six, seven days a week, uh, you will break. Um, so kind of build it up steadily, maybe three days a week, stick to a program, and um, so if you're coming to Hex, do your Monday squat, your Tuesday deadlifts, and another. And then as you kind of gain strength, gain endurance, gain fitness generally, you'll be able to extend on four days a week, five days a week. Um, you know, personally I train about five or six days, five or six, yeah, five or six days. Some days I'll do a double session where I focus more on um, accessory work uh, versus strength. Um, just try and get the kind of more rounded, rounded approach. Um, I guess next year I'll need to focus more on that engine work. So. And everybody knows nutrition is really important as well. <laughs> what would you say your simple go-to pre-post-workout, breakfast, lunch and dinners are? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my interest is fantastic, not as good as it should be. Um, breakfast I go for protein shake, fresh fruits in there. Um, lunch I try and go for something, um, like a big salad type thing, um, sometimes a burrito bowl. Um, and then dinner, I'll go for lots of. You know, I, do, I, I like a one pot meal. I don't like washing up. I don't like you know, that. So, and um, simpler the better. And um, keep it varied. Eat things you, you like. I think people try and go down a nutrition track where they're going to be really strict to what they put in their body, and you know, not eating this, not eating that. They always fall off. So just eat. Be smart about it, but like don't try and restrict stuff. Eat what you want to eat. But like, keep it sensible. Like don't eat pizza. But if you want to have a pizza, like. And training gear. We know you think the rads look like nursing shoes. They do. But what? <laughs> I disagree, completely disagree. I love the rad. Best functional fitness shoe out there, and I'm sure many will agree. What is your go to fitness brand and what's your favourite item? Um, I I think the Nike typically, so I've got my Mech on, I'm actually wearing Noble at the moment, but um, the Mechs are what I've always had. And um, also, PSA, if your Mech on break, you've got a two year warranty and they replace it for free. Um, but yeah, no, I like the Nike stuff, I find shorts fit me better. Uh, they're very comfortable. I don't know. Um, actually, the other ones I say Virus, fucking amazing shorts, and uh, Born Primitive for sports bras. They're expensive, but they're definitely worth it. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm saying there. But um, you're also a bit of a hex stash queen. I do like hex here. <laughs> uh, I got a hat. You well. know, swear on a night out as well. <laughs> <laughs> Represent and brewers. Yeah, that was a that was a moment, and I have more that age to brewers. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, I think my victory grips are probably my favourite thing I have actually. And um, so when I was trying to do when I started gymnastics, uh, yeah, bought myself a pair of their complex grips and like them, and got myself a pair of victory grips, and they're, they they have made a difference. They definitely made a difference. 
Knee sleeves and belts. What about knee sleeves and belts? I like knee sleeves when you're um, like lunges, wearing knee sleeves, and um, you're heavy squatting knee sleeves. You're gonna go for a like a heavy like a one or three rep max. Go for your knee sleeves and your belt. But I think. People sometimes use the equipment as a crutch, so I think it's important that we, you know, train without without the assistance gear most of the time, and then use that when you actually need it. And um, so yeah, I'll only belt up if I'm doing a something like, like, quite, like very very long and very heavy, or three max. I also try and do some ollie in my metcon rather than my lifters. Again, same reason because if you're in a competition, you're not necessarily going to have the opportunity to swap shoes halfway through so making sure you're comfortable doing all the bits in all the gears and um, finally favorite weightlifting lift favorite cardio machine oh. favorite gymnastics movement favorite weightlifting lift um oh we all love a clean but i do like it i like shoulder overhead i like the but no my favorite lift is a snatch because i can't do it and i've been working on, on the snatch for months and months and months and months um, but I think the thing about it is that you see the improvements week on week on week on week um, and it's actually not a lie some days you do not see improvements some days you cannot lift it at all um, but it's my like north star so I'm gonna get a heavy snatch at some point um, so yeah that's my I like it because I can't do it it's a bit weird uh, favourite cardio machine um, the C2 bike not gonna lie <laughs> Quite like an, uh, an assault, an yeah. assault runner. Matt, what do you think of the assault runners? Uh, I'm a sprinter, so they don't suit me. <laughs> uh, if you ever tried to watch me run on an assault runner, it looks like Road Runner. It's <laughs> Captain Jack, I think. Yeah, it's quite the experience. <laughs> um, and then favourite uh, of the last one you said? Uh, gymnastics movement. Favourite gymnastics. I'm I'm a fan of my kipping pull-ups at the moment. I have to say, I I, I uh, they seem to have clicked a little bit. So yeah. But yeah, gymnastics is fun, you just, it just takes so long to gain strength and skill. Um, but yeah, keeping follow-ups. When you get the gymnastics, yeah. the click is nice. The click good. is nice. Yeah, it's really, really good. So yeah. Perfect. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much, Shifra. Enjoy your weekend at Rainbow and good luck. I'm sure we'll see you on the competition floor again very soon. <laughs>